What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Live Button Podcast with your host, Dad the Gamer and Pastor Gaines. Listen, we got a good one for you. We're going to be talking about what is good content today on episode eight of this podcast. So good content, it can be a lot of different things. It can be subjective. It can be definitely better than other content. But in your opinion, Dad, what is some of the good content that you see? What is some of the standards that you set for yourself when it comes to good content? And overall, is good content subjective? You know? Yeah, I think, uh, I, I mean, good content is subjective. It is 100% subjective um, because, you know, you, you look at all the different types of content that you see on social media, right? TikTok and YouTube shorts, YouTube as a whole, and uh, tons of different content gets, a, you know, traction, right? Um, in terms of like, I know you and I are very similar uh, pastor in terms of how we kind of build our content, right? We had Morphon about a month ago where he talks about how he pumps out a lot of content over the course of, you know, a day, a week, right? And it's very raw, uh, unedited, mm -hmm. right? Uh, yeah. You and I are, are different because I, 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 I do not like to post unedited content. I like to pre-record all it. my content, sit down uh, and make sure, you know, it's, it's, it's well put together. It's got a nice flow to it. It's got a nice story to it. Uh, it's got a nice timeline to it, right? But obviously, Morph has had a lot of success on TikTok and growing at his YouTube. And once again, his is not maybe not on YouTube, but on you know on TikTok, it's very much you know flip open the camera and I'm going to record something. And we're going to post it, sure. right? Sure. Um, so once again, it is very subjective. But um, I've had a, you know a little bit of experience growing out. Um, you know my TikTok and particularly in my YouTube channel, uh, posting gameplay clips, which is what majority of people are trying to do, right? Majority of people aren't in the you know the Twitch advice space or the you know trying to grow out a channel, you know, doing that, right? And I will say, one hundred percent, you cannot clip dump. You know, clip dumping is just taking your raw raw you know link from TikTok or from Twitch and posting it on social media and expect that you're going to get a tons of tons of views without editing. You yeah. have to be able to go into that clip and edit it to tell a good story from start to finish. Now, um, I I will say I already see the comments because I made a TikTok about this uh, on my account before, and I had a bunch of bunch of people tagging other creators who were like, "Oh, this person does it, and this person does it." Look, there's always going to be one-offs, okay? There will sure. always be one-offs from like what we talk about in terms of you know how uh, how to you know grow, right? And there's always going to be somebody. Well, they they did it, and this this person did it. Awesome. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you go into those people's profile, they post 20, 30 videos, and they get you know uh, very low views, and then they have one video pop off, right? At that point, it's more about consistency rather than posting good content on a consistent basis. And and I think you'll get more results out of posting uh, you know, good content over a period of time rather than trying to just, you know, spam the algorithm with just Twitch, you know, clip dumping over and over again over the course of time. What do you what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think I think you're right with uh, almost literally everything you just said. But my thing with with good content is the fact that it is so frustrating because it is. It is subjective to every single person that that views content on their phone or their PC or whatever it might be. Like what I may think is funny, you may not think is funny. What I 100%. may think is a really good gameplay clip, you may not think is a really good gameplay clip. I will agree that I have never been one for game clips, obviously because, and I think the reason being is because it's not my niche. It's not my, my field sure. of view. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I have spent the last year and some change 
putting out Twitch content and teaching people and doing that kind of stuff. Whereas if I had started with game clips, that could be a possibility that I'd be singing a different tune because it argue with it as you will. TikTok does have an algorithm that pins you into a certain place. I've tried to veer from that algorithm. It doesn't work. It pulls you right back. I, I've heard a lot of people say you need to make content for you and not for the other people. A, okay, sure. Make it for you. It'll make you feel good, whatever. But that's not going to get you followers, right? Like, and I don't want people to hear that and tell me like, oh, you have to make content you don't like in order to get followers. No, but at the same time, you need to be very aware of what content other people like and what content is getting views and what your videos, how they're performing. You know, like if you are 100%. putting videos out that are not getting views, guess what? It's not good content. It just isn't. And you know why we can say that is because I have put videos out that have not gotten almost any views. I've had videos get 6 million views. I've had videos get seven views. And you know what? The videos that got 6 million views were the videos that were super relatable, that were funny, that were short, and they all were able to wrap all that in a nice package and give it to the consumer or the viewer within the course of like 15 to 30 seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah. That makes good content when it hits all those different things. Now, like I said, it's all frustratingly subjective. And that's where I think a lot of people really get frustrated is they do, dad, they do see, well, this creator does it. And this creator don't like clip dumps. And this creator puts a thousand game clips on and all this kind of stuff. Sure. But at the same time, they have a different audience. Every single person's for you page on TikTok is different. And I think that's the beauty and the curse of TikTok is what works for dad, the gamer is not going to work for me. I don't play Warzone. So even if I started to play Warzone sure. and put Warzone clips out, you've already unlocked the Pandora's box of the perfect, you know, storyline for a clip. You give a startup, you give the the concept of the of the clip, and then you have the clip go on and it wraps itself up in a nice package once again to give it to the consumer. I would much rather watch something like that where I know what's happening, if it's context of the game, context of what you're doing in the game, yep. rather than just flipping into my For You page and seeing a gameplay clip with no camera, no context, I immediately flip away, immediately flip away. Yeah, uh, so you, you kind of touched on um, you know a couple things in terms of you know veering off content as well. I have, for one, on my YouTube, on my YouTube, my main YouTube channel, Dad the Gamer, that's where I posted a lot of clips, right? You know, sure. really since I started streaming and I've grown that, you know, I, listen, it's not anything crazy, but I'm approaching 700 subs and I get consistent mm -hmm. views on my content, right? Um, but I, if I go post anything else outside of my gameplay clips, particularly Warzone, I get no traction out of that, right? I get, yeah. it's yep. very low views. Um, and so what I did is I went out and created another, a secondary YouTube channel because I really feel like these algorithms, they pick up on the content that you're kind of put, you know, putting out. And that's where, you know, you kind of, people talk about niching down and being able to, um, you know, find your audience, right? And, and I found my audience, right? And, but every time I try to veer off of that in terms of, you know, posting a different type of video with different tags, title, uh, YouTube doesn't like that. YouTube is like, no. uh, what is this? Right. Uh, yeah. and I think it's the same thing across all, all social media platforms. You know, you got to kind of figure out I'm the same way with TikTok. Not a lot of people know this, but I created a, a secondary TikTok account, uh, of just me being me. I've only posted one video, but, um, you know, I, I want to, you know, 
be out there a little bit more, but I know posting on my, my main account, me being me, me, you know, I in the military, that kind of stuff, it's not going to get a lot of traction just because it's, you know, it's, it's not what that algorithm is, is kind of tuned for me to do. So, um, mm -hmm. you definitely, you have to, once you start posting something, kind of stick with it. And that's when you're, you know, these algorithms going to, you know, pick up on it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of like, you know, quote unquote, good content, I think the biggest thing is, is, I mean, we talked about it, editing, 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 mm -hmm. uh, you have mm -hmm. to edit, yeah. you have to edit your content. If you're not out there editing your content to make it, you know, stand out from everyone else, because if you really look at the amount of content that's uploaded on a daily basis, really on an hour, hourly basis, you're competing yeah. with a lot of people, a lot of people, right? Uh, and you want your content to stand out versus everybody else. So if you're one of those people that are just going, you know, if you have a Twitch clip, right, and you're like, hey, you know what, I want to post that Twitch clip. And you just go and grab that and go to, you know, whatever, Streamladder or these websites, and you just dump it, and, and it's really just the entire clip unedited, you're going to have a hard time uh, growing and getting a, a you know significant amount of views on that, on that particular clip. Now, not to say that it's not possible that the, the video goes viral, because I've seen plenty of videos on, you know, social media go viral that are unedited. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we'll get into this at a different time, but I, I really feel like going viral is not necessarily a good thing. And if you talk to a lot of people that have gone viral, uh, it's been there, dude, it's, it's not, yeah, it's not something that, um, I don't want to say you want, but you want a more sustained audience over the course of time, rather than trying to spam the algorithm, like, oh, this one didn't go viral. This one didn't go viral. No, like just keep posting and slowly grow out your audience because eventually that audience will trickle over your Twitch side and you'll be able to you know, have that sustained viewership on, on Twitch from TikTok and, and YouTube shorts, right? So um, now, you know, I, I've talked a lot about the gameplay stuff. So I've kind of back, gone back and forth with like hooks, right? I, I have some videos where I did a hook and I and recently I've been kind of not doing hooks. There's, mm -hmm. there's kind of two reasons for that. One, and one's more of a, I don't want to say, <clears throat> I don't want to say a, a laziness to it, but Tell when I, it. when I gotta do it, when I gotta do a hook, I gotta like do my hair. Right. I gotta like, <laughs> you know, look presentable. I can't look like, you know, it's like one o'clock in the morning when I'm editing my content. Right. It's gotta look good. So it's more about me just being selfish and then like oh not posting God. a hook. But yeah. I will say, uh, surprisingly, uh, my videos that don't have hooks do pretty close to doing the same that, that do have hooks. Mm. Um, so once again, I, I think it's just more about editing and having, you know, being able to present your content and tell that story from start to finish, rather than just taking a raw clip from TikTok, or I'm sorry, yeah, from uh, from Twitch and just posting on social media and spamming these algorithms. Yeah, and dude, I think it ends up being, where does the production value go? I mean, at some point you have to get into this mode of like, okay, all the all the what we'll call good content TikToks. Typically, if you're looking at in the Twitch space, like I know the majority of people hold up their phones and they record something and yep. it's funny or it's comical or they're just recording what they're seeing and it goes viral. And I, I don't I don't understand it because I spend and I know you do as well, Dad, you spend time sitting at your computer in DaVinci Resolve or Premiere Pro and you are hacking clips to pieces and you are adding music and you are adding titles and you're adding text and you're adding captions and hooks and all this other kind of stuff. At what point does production get in the way of quantity of content that you can produce? Because I'm still I'm still under the impression that like the more quantity you have on TikTok, the better things go. However, 
at some point, and there's there's multiple points here that I'm that I'm bringing up, but at some point, the the quality, if you're serious about this, the quality of your TikToks and the quality of your content needs to go somewhere. It needs to go up. And like I was, um, I was talking to a few streamer buddies of mine because I, I I hit a rut. I was like, I cannot grow. I've been stuck at this number for seven, probably seven, eight, nine weeks. And I was like, what is the problem? And they were like switch up what you're doing not in terms of like the information you're giving sure switch up the camera angle switch up your lighting switch up you know give somebody something different to look at that's not the same old thing because my videos started to look identical and that is a problem because then you become um you become predictable and people are more likely to just swipe past because we've talked about this uh, i believe it was in a, a podcast episode we did with morph where people are looking for any reason to swipe yeah. They're looking for any oh, reason, yeah. either subconsciously or consciously, because all they want is to be entertained. All they want is information. All they want, they want what they want at that time. And if you are not providing that, that's you're going to get swiped on. So the whole thing goes back to what then, as infuriating as it is, is good content. And I think good content, when it boils down to it, is content that you can feel confident about and proud of at the end of the day. And, you know, you were talking about doing some of your, you know, your, your other TikTok account where you're doing more of just you life stuff. There is a possibility because I know you and I both chase numbers. It's just something that happens when you get into content creation because Tell numbers are it. how you measure. Yeah. Numbers are how you measure like how well you're doing, yeah. you know, like that's, that's the one metric that we can all look at as streamers and content creators and be like, we're either doing bad or we're doing really, really good. You yep. know what I mean? So there is, there is a opportunity there at the same time though even though the numbers wouldn't be there for those posts you would relate to your audience in a different way and they would be able to see who you really are uncurated and unedited and 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 out of a, a video editing software you know what i mean so there is a gift to that but dude at the same time i wouldn't post a video like that on my main account because like you yeah. said it wouldn't go anywhere that's not what what my account is is for you know what i mean so yeah you, you know, talk I, about the the production part of it and yeah I, like once again we're, we're we're kind of in the same boat here um i think you know your production value and your content definitely needs to increase i get i get a lot of compliments on you know my my editing in terms mm -hmm. of my gameplay particularly you know dumbass plays by an average warzone player i got i get that little series going on and yeah, yeah. They, they typically get they do they do pretty pretty well in terms of viewership um, and people, you know, coming over to my Twitch. Uh, but yeah, you know what? It takes a long time for me to edit those, edit those videos. <laughs> Hence yeah, why dude. they don't, you know, I, I haven't put out a lot of that stuff recently. But uh, you, you kind of raised a question earlier in terms of, you know, when does production get in the way of quantity? Mm -hmm. And that's 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 where I'm at right now. And and, and I struggle with it because I'm a, I'm, I'm a perfectionist. And for anyone sure. out there that are, that's listening to this, don't become a perfectionist, okay? Because it's a waste I, of time. Dude. It is a waste of time. Like I, I hyper analyze everything. Yep. Um, and you know, you're right. It, it, you know, my my want to have a high production value in my content it hinders how much content that I can put you know put out. Right? You look yep. at a lot of people who um, you know, we'll get, we'll get used Morph as an example. Morph has a great following. He's got good engaging content. He has. Um, he gets a lot of views on his content, right? More for somebody who takes his phone and, you know, plops it up right there and just, you know, and, and records, right? As much as I would love to do that. I literally yeah. would love to do that. I, I literally can't do that. I, it's not something that I can do. Um, I, I'm, I have to sit there and I have to pre-record it with my DSLR camera with the lights sure. on. 
sure. you know, and then edit it to add dramatic, you know, dramatic, like you said, text, title, and stuff like that. Because I feel like that for me, that's what is in, uh, is going to get my engagement, and it really, you know, that's what has, you know, provided my, um, you know, my my viewership. Right, people are accustomed mm -hmm. to to my content like that. They've appreciated how much time and effort goes into my content. Uh, in terms of editing and you know production value, so sure. I will say your production value definitely has to increase over or, you know over time, but uh, don't let it be like me where it hinders your ability to produce um, you know enough content right. And for me, six months ago, enough content was three to five posts a day right. Now enough content for me is is one a day. Like I'm I'm happy if I could put out one short form sure. content per day, because it one it, I'm I'm doing a lot with with you know the podcast and everything right. But mm -hmm. um, it, it takes me a long time. It's it's a lot of production value. Now the, I want to get away from gameplay clips for those that you know that enjoy uh, maybe teaching people stuff right. Rather it's Twitch tips or particularly tutorials. Um, I see a lot of tutorials. Same thing. Where people, you know, they they get their phones and they're like, oh, you know, this, you know, this and this, do this. Dude, I've I, done that. <laughs> I, I can't. I've, I've done, done one it, video where where uh, I did fire a fireball. I don't know if it's a tutorial, but they had questions and I was kind of like, sure. I just I did that with my phone. Sure. I hated it. Absolutely <laughs> hated it. Because once again, and this is why you don't see a lot of fireball tutorials on on TikTok, um, is because I. I, I have to have like that production mm. value. I have to be like, you know, it has to look nice and it has to be edited and, and I want it to be like a screen capture. Um, yep. You, you got know, standards for you, man. Like that's yeah. the thing is like you have standards for you. I get it. Yeah. So, it. Um, but you know, once again, I mean, you know, you look at people out there that are doing tutorials on, you know, whatever name, name your, name your product, OBS, you know, whatever bot you're using. Uh, they, they do well with just holding up the camera, right? It's how mm -hmm. you, how you build your audience and what you're satisfied with as a, you know, as a streamer and a content creator for you to say, I like this and I'll put it out. But, uh, at the same time, pastor, you kind of talked about it earlier, your, your growth was, was stagnant, right? Yeah. And somebody came to you and said, Hey, you know what? Change it up. And look, if you're posting a lot of content and you're being consistent with your content, but you're not getting the views, you're not getting the growth. Maybe it's time to change it up. Maybe it's time to say, hey, you know what? Maybe this isn't working anymore and I have to change it up and uh, maybe add some more production value into it or, you know, post a, you know, entirely different piece of content that is, you know, going to get a little more traction than, than normal. So the thing, also you, you mentioned a few things about um, how you train, how you train your audience. And, and that sounds, that sounds weird to say it like that, but like how you train your audience to expect content from you. And then also when you're, when we were talking about how, you need to start changing up your content if things are stagnant, if things start to get really, really slow, if your growth isn't happening. Because I went from, you know, talking about earlier in this podcast, you know, the ability of going viral. I went viral multiple times and gained a huge influx of followers all at one time. Like, I think I went from uh, 5,000 to 20,000 in the course of like a month and a half. Jeez, and that yeah. was a crazy amount of growth. And then for the last two months, I've been stuck at 24,000. 25,000, something along those lines in, in, uh, in TikTok. So the one thing that I've had to do is, is reflect on my content and decide whether or not it was good or not. Because like, I have a certain standard, like you said, you have a certain standard of your content. I love to be able to sit here and talk into my camera and do everything with OB, um, with Streamlabs and chop everything up in DaVinci Resolve and make it look awesome and do captions. I love how that looks. 
my problem with that is what we talked about beforehand, which is the production value gets in the way of how many TikToks I want to create. Now, yep. I can sit here and I can hit the record button and I can open DaVinci Resolve and I can bang out probably six to seven TikToks, edit them all up and have good content, so to speak, in my eyes and in, in my viewers' eyes. However, because I have upped my production value, and this is something that I think you guys need to be aware of, when you up your production value, your quantity is going to go way, way 100%. Down. Typically, unless you have a team of people around you or unless you have uh, people on the payroll or whatever it may be, I went from making 19 TikToks in a sitting because I could look at my phone, just talk to the phone and then you know do yeah. that yep. to then making about 10 TikToks a sitting when I uploaded those TikToks I had just made to CapCut to do all the captions and stuff. And then now that I'm doing it in the setting that I'm doing it now, which is Streamlabs, DaVinci Resolve, editing everything, I'm lucky, dude, if I can bang out like nine, eight TikToks in like maybe an hour long period. And, you know, we were talking with Morph last week or a few weeks ago, and he brought up the fact that he uses TikTok as a tweet. It's like a live, yeah, yeah. live video tweet. And on one hand, I really, really like that. Yep, on same. the other hand, I absolutely hate it because it doesn't resonate with my audience, right? Like Morph has done a super good job of holding up the phone and just banging out content. Like that's that's what yeah, yeah. his audience is used to. I respect Another, that because I can't do dude, that. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's it's I I and I, what hurts is I used to be able to do it. Yeah. And now I've I've upped my my own personal standards. And I'm not saying anything about any other creator that, that does yeah. this, but for yep. me personally, it's like I sit there and I'm like I can't I can't just look at the phone. But then when my content starts getting really stagnant with the same old thing over and over again in terms of the camera angle and all this kind of stuff, dude, if you stitch a video with somebody else, you get like 3,000 views out of nowhere. And it's yep. like, oh, I guess that's what the algorithm wants now. Or, oh, the algorithm wants trending sounds now and stuff. So it, it the, what good content is is going to fluctuate. And I think that's what the most infuriating thing is here is we can't sit here in this podcast and tell you this is exactly what good content is. Now, I will say we can tell you and show you that's a really great produced video compared yeah. to somebody who doesn't have a great produced video who has no views. Based on that, based on streamers that you've seen on TikTok, no one in particular, just in general, who hold their phone up and they try to do a tutorial and their lighting is bad and they're saying a bunch of filler words and they're not really convinced of what they're telling you, as opposed to somebody else who has good lighting, money behind their studio, um, they can speak eloquently and clearly into the camera. That person has good content if we're going by those two metrics, right? And there, it is funny. I have found, especially on TikTok, um, the more money you have, the better stream TikToks you have. That's that seems to go hand in hand. Yeah. The more the more money that you attain, and the more money you put into your stream and your streaming career, and the resources of that streaming career your TikToks seem to be better than everyone else's. And I only say that because of the numbers that are associated with the Maddie K's and the Logues and a few other people that are on TikTok is they're, they're booming. They're booming. And it's because their production value, their uh, resources that they throw at it, the message that they have in their TikToks, they're all top tier, which is why they have so many followers. So, you know, it, it all comes back to, how can you make the best content that you can in the here and now for where you are as a content creator? Because we're not all millionaires from content creation. We're not, we're not even like all doing this for a job. You know what I mean? Like 
how can you how can you make the best content with what you have currently? I think that's the the biggest question that's going to allow you to answer that. Yeah, so I want to bring it back. You mentioned in terms of you know us being able to say what is good content, right? Um, one, anybody, it's kind of hard because nobody can sit there and tell you your content is you know sucks or rather it's good or it's bad. It's through you know the person that is viewing it their lens, right? Now mm -hmm. I think that you know we have we can at least say over the course of time what good content you know, is and what it can do for you. Uh, and what I mean by that is, you know, once again, it kind of goes back to the idea that everybody's trying to span the algorithm to constantly go viral. They, people use the same sounds, people use the same kind of, you know, the same filters, right? And uh, it's almost like, I feel like people look at it as a loss if their video didn't go viral. Sure. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In, ter in terms of, you know, what is good content, you need to tell yourself, uh, you know, over the course of time, what good content is not necessarily one particular video. So, you know, for me, I could sit there and post, you know, one video and it might get 500 views or a thousand views. And, mm -hmm. you know, once again, this is subjective, but for me, I'm like, damn, that's a, that's a big L. Right. Uh, sure. but then I'll post another video and maybe I get five, 10,000 views and that's a big, big W, but this, the same production value went into both of those videos. Yeah. And, you know, I promise you the video, those view, those viewers from the 10,000 viewers are going to go funnel into that other video. And now they're going to be like, Hey, you know what? This person's content is good. I like this person's content. Clearly I, I you know, it's good content because there was 10,000 views on this one and now they enjoy this piece of content. Right? So it's, you know, maintaining consistency over the course of time with your content. And, uh, what goes back to, you know, putting production value into your content over the you know course of time. And I say that because don't, once again, don't jump into it. Uh, like, you know, like we, we did where we're like at this point now where our quantity kind of suffers <laughs> and you know, look, yeah. I, I'm okay with that. Right. I really am. I look at my content and, uh, I, I, am okay with not being able to put out a lot of content because, um, I, I can't, you know, slack, I don't want to say slack. I, I can't allow myself to, you know, uh, change up how my content is perceived. People appreciate sure. the fact of the production value and the quality of my content. So I'm not going to sacrifice. Now I will say, um, to kind of fill in some gaps, you know, you mentioned like stitches and duets do those literally some of my yeah. most viewed videos on TikTok come from stitches and duets, like straight up stitches and duets will get you a ton of views. And kind of just, you know, whether it's something funny or, you, you know, you give your, your two cents. And I have personally, I have suffered in terms of the, my last, you know, month and a half doing those sort of things, uh, stitches and duets. So if you are somebody like, you know, Pastor or I, where we kind of focus on a lot on production and quality, you can kind of fill in the gaps a little bit with, you know, stitches and duets where you can kind of still post one video a day. And then maybe you're doing a stitch or a duet, mm -hmm. you know, for, uh, you know, the other two videos. That way you can maintain that three videos per day. Um, every single day and, and post uh, to maintain, you know, whatever, trying to, trying to, you know, get your content out through the algorithm. Sure. And I think also too, you're going to go through seasons of posting good content on different platforms. And, and this is what this is going to do. Okay. So what I've noticed, especially over the last six months is because we have now created this content creation machine that has so many moving parts, there will be times where one part of your content suffers in order for another part of your content to succeed. I have been going ham on YouTube right now. I think right now I've, I've had one video come out every single day since the 1st of November till Jeez, yeah. the, the th 
I think it's the 16th right now of December, and I'm still making videos every single day for YouTube. So has that has that caused other aspects of my stuff to suffer? Absolutely. Like I don't yeah. nearly I don't I don't sit down and batch content nearly as much for TikTok as I used to, even though that's mm -hmm. where the majority of my audience is, where my my long-term goal is is in YouTube. Because we we don't know how long TikTok is going to be around in the United States. We have no idea. But we sure. do know that YouTube is never going away. YouTube is here for life. So that has been something that I've noticed is like your, your production value of one area of your content may suffer in order to get the production value of a different area of your content to succeed. And it's okay. And this is a whole nother episode. It's okay to take breaks from certain types of content. It's okay yeah. to walk away from content for a season too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I didn't post on TikTok. I think part of it was unintentionally. Part of it was because I was going through a move. I didn't post on there for like three weeks. And you know what happened? Nothing. I may, yeah. I had some dip in my viewership that I had to recover from for like a week and a half or so, but I was still posting videos. Once I came back every like twice a day, and that comes from batching content. They were all still good videos, in my in my opinion. They were good content. Now, just because your views don't go out and just because you don't get as many views on certain stuff as you do from other things, you still put a placeholder video there, which is what we're talking about with the stitches and duets and that kind of stuff. I didn't I there recently, you can go back to my TikTok page. You can see over the last three weeks, there are a few stitches and duets in there because I just didn't have the time. I didn't have the content and I didn't have the ability to record what I wanted to yep. in that moment. But I knew that I needed to be on the platform, right? I knew I needed to be on the platform. And another thing that dad said about your videos uh, about having like a video that only gets 5,000 views opposed to a video getting 10,000 views. I have noticed in my experience with TikTok that even if you get a low viewer count video, AKA not good content, the first week, your video is going to circulate on the for you page so strange. multiple times. So it strange. is very, very weird, dude, because I, I, dude, I still have from, Nine months ago, every once in a while, I'll get people liking my 6 million view video. Still now. It's yeah. not a lot, but it's like 15 people like this video. Yeah. I was like, so that's still out there. But then also content that I put out like six six months ago that maybe only got you know 2,000 views at the time. If you scroll back and look at your views now, it's got like 10,000, yep. 12,000 views because it's been on there and people are still looking through it. So what you perceive in the moment as bad content or stuff that is not getting a lot of views for you. As streamers, we get super caught up in like the here and now, and like yep. this stream was good, this stream was bad, this stream was good, or this video was bad, this video was good. But if you give it time and look back in hindsight and, and through a lens that's 2020, you're going to see that it all added to the graph of you just going up. You know what I mean? So 100%. It, it, it depends. It just depends on a billion different factors overall, but it depends on if your production value is decent, if you're confident in the com in the content that you're putting out, um, if your audience is resonating with your content, like good content in general depends on too many factors to nail just one down. But I think overall, those are the main main factors in it. I can see I can see the comments now. I can see the comments now. <laughs> Go uh, away, I, I, lis I listened to 38 for 35 minutes of this just to find out that good content is, it, they don't know what the definition is. 100%, <laughs> listen, good yeah. good content is is subjective, all right? The, the main factors to put away is if you, could, if you could walk away and say, you know what, I put in effort, I put in time uh, to, to, to you know, create this piece of content, then that's good content, all right? 
Now, obviously, there's some things to learn. I think with every piece of content, whether it's good or bad, you can walk away and say, I learned something to improve my content next time, right? Yeah. Um, and number two, if you are somebody, you know, you know, doing gameplay clips, which is majority of people, um, mm -hmm. don't do the dumping. All right. I, I promise you, you're, you're going to have a hard time any, with getting viewership if you just clip dump. Uh, you have to put, at least put a little bit of editing into your clips uh, to be able to get a number of, number of views. Now, obviously, once again, you should you know continuously improve that content over you know over time. But you know you should uh, avoid clip dumping altogether. Just don't clip mm -hmm. dump. All right, guys, we are all finished with this episode of the Live Button Podcast. Thank you so much for watching, listening, wherever you were listening, wherever you're watching. We appreciate it a ton. If you are on YouTube, make sure to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit that bell notification so you can know we're making more content on the Live Button. And also, Dad the Gamer, real quick, where can they find you on all your social medias? What's the handle for you, all that jazz? Yeah, so uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Dad the Gamer. The three is, uh, I'm sorry, the E is the three at the end. And Dad the Gamer, I'm on Twitch. YouTube, I have multiple YouTubes. Uh, my new YouTube channel, I just made it, Stream with Dad the Gamer. Uh, I'm gonna be you know, putting out a bunch of content on you know streaming and that sort of stuff, tutorials. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff, make sure you drop a follow if you like Call of Duty content. I mean, my main account, Dad the Gamer, you can find me on there as well. Uh, what about yourself, Pastor? Yeah, dude. So you can find me on Twitch at Pastor Gaines, uh, twitch.tv slash Pastor Gaines. And then every single other platform that I'm on is I am Pastor Gaines. It's all one word, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, all that jazz. That's where you can find me. So guys, we appreciate it a ton. Thank you so much for listening. And until next week, we'll see you then.